0: Welcome to Boobs Aren't Worth Dying For, the podcast dedicated to integrative health and healing from breast cancer and breast cancer treatment using the best of conventional and natural medicine. Your host, Deborah Beaumont, is an advanced practice nurse, functional medicine practitioner, and fellow breast cancer survivor.
1: This is Deborah Beaumont, and I am your host, as you know. And I'm very excited to continue our talk on toxins and how it's affecting us. Uh, I think for everybody, but particularly for those of us dealing with cancer, I think we all have a general awareness that toxins are affecting us, but I think how we turn it into practical changes we make in our lives can be really challenging. Like mass marketing and big business has really caught on to uh, toxin-free, green, organic, is a, is a marketing ploy. So they're putting out a lot of products that we all think we're using because they're good for us and they're not. They're, they, they have the same ingredients as you know standard chemicals that we know we don't wanna use. Today's guest is really an expert in non-toxic living. I am gonna really delve into a lot of this with her, and I'm so thrilled that she can join us this morning. So this morning I am talking with Jen Barsamian, She is a non-toxic living expert. She lives out of Massachusetts. She has an unusual story, which I'm going to have her talk about, about how she got into looking at toxins. But uh, basically 19 years ago, she embarked on her own journey when her kiddo was suffering from a neurological disorder. She had no idea. She really came to understand that it was toxins that was giving him a really profound neurological disorder. As I understand Jen's story, at a time before this was kind of mainstream, it was her work of like being diligent about addressing toxins and getting it out of her home and their life that really uh, proved a turnaround for her kid. Today, she is an educator, she's a coach, and she works with a company that I also work with That is really committed to non-toxic cleaning products in our home, non-toxic skin products, and really education around the things that we need to know. Because the truth is, there is zero regulation in the personal care product industry. Most products in the store not only contain neurotoxins, but many of them are carcinogenic, and that's known in the industry. And one of the concerns that I have is that we're in a time right now where environmental standards around chemicals and our water standards and our air standards are being turned back and really being more and more turned over to big business. So I think that is even more reason for all of us to educate ourselves and really become um, advocates and activists in our own lives around this. Today, Jen leads a large national team of women who are dedicated to sharing this type of information with anyone who's interested or interested in learning. You know, they, they and I'm, I'm proud to be part of her team, we are pushing the needle on chemical policy change in this country, making it a grassroots effort. And really, the only thing that matters to business is voting with our wallets. And it matters. So with that introduction, I'm going to bring Jen into the conversation. Thank you for joining us, Jen. I'm so glad you made time for us today.
0: Oh my gosh, Jen, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here today to share with you guys. Thank you.
1: You know, I I, um, really, um, I got into working with you on your team and I got into working with um, the company that we do because of course of my own personal cancer history. And I've had cancer now three times, you know, and I was kind of aware of it, but okay, so I know this is bad, but what do I do about it? And it was really um, one of the distinctions that I really want to talk about is the difference between organic and toxin-free. That is one of the biggest marketing ploys that is used by these industries. And I really know you can talk about that because I've heard you talk about that. But before we get there, um, I told a little bit of your story, but I'm wondering if, if there's anything there you want to add to that? or if- Absolutely. Thanks, Deb. My son
0: was diagnosed um, with a neurological disorder, um, one that, you know, typically you don't come back from, right? And they, it's one of those where they say, oh, you know, this is it. Get some ABA therapy, and, and you're good to go, um, but your your kiddo's not, never going to function in society. And, you know, we heard all kinds of gloom and doom uh, about him, who, by the way, is absolutely fine today in college with a girlfriend, like living his best life. Oh, that's um,
1: great. That's so fantastic.
0: But what we discovered when we started to dig in was that, you know, really chemicals in everyday products for sure, but also, you know, pharmaceuticals and food and, you know, toxins are everywhere in our in our home, in our carpeting, right? So we had to really start to break down where this stuff was coming from. But we were so lucky to find a doctor. Now, he does what you do, um, but back then, you guys didn't even exist, right? There was, right, exactly. There was, no, there was no functional medicine, or he was just a little... Different guy who went out on his own because he had lost his beloved wife to cancer. And he truly believed that if he had known what he found out about toxicity, about detox, that his wife would still be with us today. And so he was paying it forward by sharing this with as many people as he could. He sent us home with a packet of ingredients to stay away from in your home care and personal care and cleaning. And we're looking through this list and then we're going to whole foods and we're like, Oh, we'll just get, you know, Seventh generation or we'll just get, you know, Mrs. Myers or Burt's bees or mm-mm. It, it's amazing that the stuff on the store shelf still contains Harmful ingredients, toxins, etc. Right? Even though it's at a safe, what we consider to be a safe grocery store, like a Whole Foods. So yeah, you know, and, these,
1: and these companies market
0: it. Absolutely. So that was that was a huge wake up call. And it was shocking. And one of the things that this doctor kept telling us was that you know these are neurotoxins. So if I'm going home, so we see him, you know, and he had a clinic situation. So you would go in for you know pretty much you know six hours, and you kind of go through this this detox protocol, but he would say, you know, if you're seeing me for all this time and you're doing all this work and then you go home and you are washing that baby in Johnson's baby lotion or, yes. you know, shampoo and using the lotion. And we used to give him a little massage with the mineral oil, which I've come to find out now it's a carcinogen. Um, And he said that, you know, you're kind of undoing all the work that we're doing here. So you want to be super careful about what you use on this kid. I cried. I was panicked. I didn't know what to do. So we did uh, nothing. We used nothing. We washed ourselves with Castile soap and we cleaned our house with vinegar and we weren't very clean and we didn't smell too good. But you know what, my little guy wasn't being exposed to toxins. And that was my main goal at that point in my life was just to remove it all. Um, I had no idea that this would become a life passion for me that this would become work that I would begin to, you know, build a a huge business from this. Um, Back then it was it was we were in survival mode. And we wanted our kid to just have the best and be safe and healthy. So that's how we kind of started on this journey um and then just for years people would say to me oh you know i i heard of this product that you could try and i would say you know what nope (laughs) i'm not trying anything there's no regulation in this industry anything that's put in a bottle and put on a store shelf is most likely harmful and that was my philosophy for years and as you know today Hasn't changed much, um, but right. we have been able to find a safe right. line, thank goodness.
1: We're up against big business. This is, not, we're, this is not a casual thing that they're not aware of. Sort of like the tobacco industry. They've got all the research in the world. They know exactly what's in it. One of the things I really wanted to mention, and this is certainly something that I talk about in, in my, my other podcast about toxins, is that there are many levels where we're exposed. I mean, we're exposed in our food, we're exposed in our water. When I work with clients, and I try to get them to um, look at that piece, many clients have already bought a water filter for their kitchen for what they drink, but they don't realize they need one for their shower. If you think of your skin as the biggest organ in your body that's absorbing chemicals, taking warm showers opening up your pores using toxic water and it's it's just it's it's a really efficient way of getting toxins into your body absolutely and the thing you now you, and you,
0: you mentioned you know it's women and the thing that's really concerning to me about this is teenage girls they're even higher yes
1: yes think yes, about yes.
0: what they, they're shaving their legs they got the blue lotion and then they've got the fancy deodorant filled with fragrance and all the lotions all the creams all the perfumes the hairsprays whatever it is that these girls are using and you know you mentioned that forever toxin I mean, so many of these toxins are bioaccumulative and very difficult to get out of the body. But I'll tell you when they do move is when uh, these young women get pregnant and the placenta is not distinguishing between a vitamin and a mineral or, you know, however it works. It's pulling from the body, right? It's pulling all the toxins right through into these poor little babies, that are coming out pre polluted, and the umbilical cord blood has been tested um, by I believe the Red Cross. I think there's another, um, I, I can definitely come up with the, the studies, but they are finding 200 toxins in cord blood. In cord blood, these babies, you know, even start their, their start in life, they're,
1: they're like not even out of the womb. No no, and actually. the blood is circulating with 200 plus yep. toxins. And
0: these, so, these young girls, and, and so what I believe is happening, and I know that the researchers are working on this as fast as possible, but these the young women are just spraying and dousing and using and, and lotioning up. The stuff's in there. It gets stored in your fat. Toxins are stored in your fat mushrooms. tissues. And then it's coming coming out when they go to have their babies. And the, all the rates are on the rise, the autism rates, the ADD, anxiety, OCD. I mean, you name it, if it's a childhood neurological disorder, it is skyrocketing right now. Um, it's very concerning. And right now, again, no regulation in the industry. Scientists, there's there's a, a researcher um, at the Children's Environmental Center at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, uh, Dr. Philip Landrigan. He's documenting all these chemicals and all the diseases that they're linked to, but no one's taking action on this. And while all the research is happening, we're, we're the human guinea pigs yes. for the whole scenario, right?
1: Well, interesting. Um, I never watched Dr. Oz, I, but for, I think I was in a hotel one day and it's the only thing that was on TV. He was interviewing this woman who had um, a toddler who was like a raging devil. You know, I, I mean, they, they could not control her. They had taken her to any number of um, neurologists, behavioral people. I mean, she would have these destructive rage attacks. She would attack them. And she was like three or four years old. And she would attack her parents and left bruises and scratches and you name it. And they they could not handle this child. They were like, how did we get the demon spawn? You know, um, it was It was amazing. And she learned something about this. And one of the things that she realized uh, or, or kind of experimented with was food dye, uh, um, you know, because okay. food everything diet. that kids yeah. eat has got yeah. food dye in it. It's purple, green, orange, magenta, all of them mixed together. Yep. And, um, and she started looking at food dye and she completely eliminated it from her child's do- uh, diet. And then She was like, all of a sudden sudden, I had a normal child. And she said, but then, you know, it had been like a year. We were in the car and she's like, and she went into one of these demon fits, you know, and and I was like freaked out because I thought, oh my God. And then she started talking to the nanny and it turns out the nanny had given her a stick of gum that um, like, you know, that that would appeal to kids. And and just Mm -hmm. that small amount of food Mm guy set her off into like one of these demon attacks. And um, we
0: we see that in our house as well. Right. Very much aware. And really when my son was diagnosed and we started down this journey, that was one of the, that was our first step. When you said, when you were telling me the story, I'm like, that's food diet. Like I know that because we went through that. And um, my husband said, I think I have that. And sure as heck, when we went back and we looked at kind of our history and our dating, you know, I, I remember him, we were in a restaurant once and we had just seen a movie where we had eaten Twizzlers, red, food guy, right? And we were sitting down at the restaurant and and some guy like looked over at him the wrong way and my husband's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, who What's is this going going This Nice, gentle, sweet, calm guy. And he's snapping and we started to track like these little rage episodes. Where we're like, you can't eat food coloring either. And you know what? Really, nobody should be eating food coloring. But nobody you should, should eat be eating it. petroleum that our bodies cannot break down. Right. And in the UK, in, in Europe, and in the more conscientious countries, you can't put that stuff in the food.
1: Right. right? They, have but, bland, they have banned glyphosate, which mm. for anybody who doesn't know, glyphosate is Roundup. It mm. is the most common weed killer that we use you go out, I mean, if you just think about it kills weeds, what do you think it does when you ingest it into your body? Because, you know, you sprayed the weeds to make your tomato plants grow, you know, and, and I know that in Europe, they banned glyphosate, they haven't in this country, and it's still heavily marketed, you know, Roundup, it's, it's unbelievable, you just, you know, it's like, here's cancer in a bottle, you know, go buy it. When you were, when you were talking about your husband's behavior, it really made me think and I was shocked to find this. I I live in the Pacific Northwest now for the first time in my life. One of the big crops here, especially out of Washington is apples. Mm -hmm. And I was actually reading this article that says, you know, when you go into the store and you get those apples where some's yellow and some's red, and they're different colors, that's how an apple is supposed to look. But those perfectly red, juicy, uniformly red apples are sprayed to look that way because it appeals to the visual sense. You know, yeah. so even, you know, I'm like a simple apple, because most people think I'm eating an apple that's healthy. You, know, But, but depending, I mean, you know, you need to be looking at those funky little apples that they don't charge as much for as long as it's organic. You know, it's uh, when I read that, I'm like, God, they, we, they just get us coming and going. Oh, it's insidious. It's creeping into every
0: aspect of our lives. And that's why we as consumers, need to be vigilant. We first, we need the awareness. I think a lot of people are just missing that piece of the puzzle. I, I wonder sometimes how I went forty years of my life before learning about this issue. And I have to say, you know, after I figured it out, I guess well not far. Well, I'm fifty three, so whatever, whenever I figured it out, fifteen plus years ago. You look marvelous, out. but anyway, marvelous. We, uh, the uh, last latter half of my life has been a much better experience for me, knowing to avoid all this stuff. Asthma, gone. Seasonal allergies, gone. I could never have dogs my entire life. We were, I was so allergic to dogs. Dog allergy, gone. I mean, once you start to remove this element of toxicity, your body starts to heal itself and you can really thrive and really have just a much healthier experience in life. And I'm just so glad that you're you're doing this, Deb. It's such important work that you're doing.
1: Well, and to tie this into you know the women who are drawn to my podcast, where we're dealing with cancer, you. um, you've talked about it be, um, talked about it being neurotoxic, but these chemicals are uh, also. These chemicals, for those of us dealing with cancer, we all know um, that estrogen is a major uh, driver of most of our cancers. You know that's why they test for whether you're estrogen positive or negative. So these chemicals act um, as estrogen mimickers. Uh, they're they're actually much more effective. Uh, it's if you think about estrogen receptors in the body and particularly on tumor cells, I like to explain it as a lock and key mechanism Mm -hmm. and some of these chemicals because of the way they're made and because of their particle size act as a more efficient lock and key than sometimes our own endogenous estrogen. So that, so when, you know, if you think about it, if you put a, a key in a lock you can't fit another key in the lock. So what it's doing is it's blocking our healthy estrogen and then our body is metabolizing these chemicals thinking, well this looks enough like estrogen that I'm going to run with it. Right. And I really believe that's a really core process to cancer. Some and and the other aspect of cancer is that they're endocrine disruptors. One of the things we teach in functional medicine is this interconnectedness between our, our whole body, basically, which is how we're different than traditional medicine doctors. We look at everything. But the fact is, is our HPA-TG axis relies heavily on our adrenal function being healthy, on our thyroid function being healthy, on our glucose regulation being healthy, on our estrogen metabolism being healthy. And these drugs interfere with every level of that. And to make this really real for those of you who are like, okay, I get the concept, but how does it apply to me? Throwing a dryer sheet in with your clothes is an endocrine disrupting chemical. I deal with more static now than I ever did before, but I'd <laughs> rather deal with static than cancer. Static is okay. I mean, this is this is truly how simple it comes down to. I don't think we can ever 100% get toxins out of our life. But these are the things that we can do. Stop, you know, you know those little dryer balls, start using a dryer ball, you know, but stop putting um, this chemical laden sheet in so that all the clothes that you wear are excreting these chemicals into your body. Dry cleaning is like one of the biggest things. It's, it's, and we're gonna get into some of the products that Pure Haven has. And I'll tell you that I got into Pure Haven because I knew all of this. But then again, I was in that place like, what the hell do I do? You know, because how do I get away? I mean, I can do without dryer sheets and I can eat organic, but what do I buy for cleaner in my house? My breaking point came with my latest cancer diagnosis. My latest cancer diagnosis is actually lung cancer. It was debilitating from the moment I was diagnosed. I remember one day I woke up in the morning and what woke me up was this overpowering scent of chemical. In the house, like bleach or something, and I was and I was in the bedroom with the door closed, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And I come out, and my husband had, you know, kudos to him, he had cleaned the kitchen and was running the dishwasher, and he had put in um, a dishwa- you know, dishwasher soap, and he couldn't smell it, but I have become so chemically sensitive because of of how I my body is with cancer that it felt like he had just poured Lysol over Mm -hmm. me it was so powerful Mm -hmm. and I just walked in and I'm like we can't do this anymore and and um to tell you the truth the thing that drew me to Pure Haven is that you have a dishwasher um, detergent that is toxic free. Now you have a lot of other products, but it was your dishwasher soap and your laundry soap. Um, even you know, like trying to buy Arm & Hammer, you know, scent free, you know, ultra sensitive. I It felt like a chemical storm to me. I could smell everything. I've become really sensitive to scents. I, I was in a... a uh, elevator the other day a woman was wearing perfume I thought I was going to choke to death you know um, but but my body has become really sensitive to sense and to stimuli there's certain TV shows I can't watch like Game of Thrones because I was just like oh my god you know yeah. but but that's how my body has changed but really when it comes to these chemicals it was it was not like oh my god I want to go out and and you know figure out you know how to make some income it was like oh my god I can't live this way Um, and I, and I really want to emphasize for, you know, those, you know, uh, my women here are dealing with cancer. This connection is so profound. Um, it is, if there is one thing, I mean, you can feel overwhelmed with treatment and, oh my God, what do I do? And you, you don't know whether to do traditional or alternative or what do I do? This is one thing that we all can do. But this is the one thing that you can take action and it's not, um, it's just making some simple changes that, you know, and I have to tell you now that I use the, Products that we're going to be talking about—they smell so nice, and I know that they're clean and they're refreshing, and they—they they smell like citrus scent. And you know, the the um, the face lotion I use has got this lovely cucumber scent. I mean, it's like sort of like a little spa experience. So the quality of the products is really wonderful, and I know they came out something. You can talk about it. Um, something recently, it was like an like orange green. blossom. Um oh,
0: yeah, we've got orange blossom now, but we've got the the thing that I'm super excited about is the super green which is um, you know our same organic hair care that we've always had um, with now probiotics because your skin microbiome is vital to health right. i think you probably talk about the gut microbiome here and in healthy um, good bacteria well your skin has a microbiome too right. and it communicates to your gut microbiome it communicates with your brain microbiome right the microbiome is one of these areas that is just starting to really come to the forefront. Um, those of us in the alternative world have known about it for years, right? But right. now we're starting to see commercials on TV about probiotics and about your gut health. Well, skin health, hair health also, you know, very important. So this new super greens, um, probiotics, matcha tea, kale, um, you know, all all these little uh, nutritious greens mixed up into the shampoo and so it's like you're you know you're juicing your hair and it sounds crazy but your hair will be thick and clean and shiny and healthy and you know everything on this there there's something on the earth uh you know for almost any situation right that they say that there's healing plants and healing herbs and and herbs to restore your hair and that's what we do we use organic Botanicals, and that's why you, the products smell like that, Deb. That's why you're you're smelling the cucumber because it is actual organic cucumber. Right, that's in the product. Right, that's what
1: we do. Close out this section of our talk. Um, there's two little stories I want to tell, and one of them was um, I was um, working with a client a couple days ago in a consult, and I do I provide uh, Dutch testing consults, and we were going over her Dutch test. She really had what I was describing earlier about the chemicals latching to the estrogen receptors. And what it does is displace your natural estrogen. So you've got this circulating estrogen in your body that should have a home, but it doesn't because something else is there. Um, We call that estrogen dominance in the functional medicine world. Um, There's no way to really directly diagnose estrogen dominance but when you see somebody whose estrogen is off the chart you can pretty much assume they're estrogen dominant and hers was you know one her particular cancer promoting molecule of estrogen was way off the chart so we started talking about toxins and she said you know i don't understand this um, I've always been a healthy person. I've run, I've watched my diet, you know I have a quote unquote healthy diet, which is something we cover in other podcasts. When I got cancer everyone said to me like, oh my God, you How can it be you that got cancer? And she's like, you know and she had, she had some shame about that, that that she had been been this so-called healthy living person and got cancer. And, and my response to her is like, it's amazing that more people aren't having cancer, because it's not through any fault of your own, it's sort of been done to us. There is a reason that breast cancer in particular has skyrocketed since the 1970s. He was a healthy guy and he started eating like McDonald's for like an entire month and what oh, is- super supersize me. Supersize me, yeah. Yes. And one of the things that he did was take a McDonald's hamburger and french fries and put it under like a glass dish, mm-hmm. and not one piece of mold like developed in over a month I just made like an organic keto bread last week and you know it's summertime it's warm within two days my husband walked in and he's like this is going bad and but I mean if you think about what they had to do to that their products so that it doesn't mold or decay in a month that tells you what it's doing to our bodies Two other stories, um, Jen knows because um, we're, we're video connected on Zoom, although I, for listeners you're only hearing the audio, but I have uh, two birds and you probably heard them earlier. And um, when I adopted the birds uh, in the bird store, they said, oh, by the way, take every piece of Teflon or coated pan, pot, whatever out of your house. And I was like, why is that? And they're like, there is something that at high heat puts off an invisible vapor and it will kill birds. Like they, there had been a woman that had three birds. Like she was cooking something on the stove. She came in, all of her birds had died. And I'm, I'm like sitting there thinking like, hmm, if it's not good for birds and it's invisible and we don't even know what's happening until you find, find them that they they've died, what is it doing to us? Let me tell you, it is not that easy to get kitchen products now. I just went out yesterday to look for a loaf pan, um, and I could not find one that was not polyurethane coated. Um, I had to go to four stores to, and had to buy this whole package to get a glass one that wasn't, um, you know, like Instapot's are coated in nonstick coating. Um, Pans are coated in nonstick coating. The the other day I was like, well, maybe I could just buy this loaf pan and, you know, it'll be okay. And I'm like, do I want my birds to live? Or do I want a a piece of bread? You know, and I'm like, okay. But I mean, that's how pervasive it is. And the last thing I want to say is for any of you who watch the Netflix show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. There is an episode in the first season, and really this says it all, where her ex-husband, he goes to work for his father's company, which is making clothes, but he goes to work for the corporate level. You know, he's this young kind of on it, it guy. He's, and I, and I, I ask my clients to go back and watch this episode. Now this was ostensibly done in 1956. So we're talking about a 1956, 1957 mentality in this country where um, the, the show actually starts with her making a brisket that she wants to take down to the bar, but she has to take it in a glass dish because they didn't have Tupperware. You know, they only had glass dishes and then you had to go get your dishes back. That was like a really ingrained part of living. You know, they didn't, they didn't have... Tupperware. So later on um, in this show, he's um, he's in a corporate boardroom and he's trying to convince these old geezers that we need to go into the chemical company. And they're like, oh no, we're not, we're, you know, that's just crazy talk. We're not, we're not going to go into chemicals. And he's like, you don't understand. We now are at the place where we can turn chemicals into plastics. Once we've got plastics, we can put them in everybody's home. We've got a market share and this is going to go through the roof. And I looked at that and I was like, oh my God, that is so true. When you look at all these plastic products that are pervasive, you know, you can't get takeout. Well, so, you know, a lot of places are now switching to, um, you know, cardboard and stuff, but you still get, you still get food in styrofoam and plastic and Tupperware and plastic wrap. And so we work for a company Um, I'm part of Jen's team, and we work for a company called Pure Haven. They make it really clear there's a world of difference between organic and toxin-free. So organic does not necessarily protect you. And that's really, if you get nothing from this interview, that's a big marketing thing. Organic, organic, organic. And when it comes to our food, it really matters. But when it comes to products, organic does not mean that it doesn't have toxins. It doesn't mean... That you know plants that they might have made it from aren't sprayed with these really nasty chemicals. aside from you don't have to be a health nut to understand eating organic food, but all organic food means is that to the best that we can, it hasn't been sprayed with nasty chemicals. but but those chemicals seep into the ground, it seeps into our water, it seeps into um, our products. And so now I really want to switch to Pure Haven and really talk about what their commitment is to being 100% toxin-free and why um, they're one of the few companies out there that are doing this. And as far as I can tell, maybe one of the only companies that is working in the area of cleaners and skin products. So I'm going to turn that over to you to really talk about that because this is your expertise.
0: Absolutely, Deb. Thank you. And the the thing too with the organic and, you know, anybody can say anything on the front of a bottle. You can say um, there's a company that I used to use, it was called, you know, a person's name, and then it said organics. So I'm like, oh, it says organics. It's got to be, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be safe. Harmful preservatives. Once I learned how to really read the label on the, right. on the back of the bottle. Now, I will say that if you're looking for the USDA organic stamp, that's another story. That is going to tell you a completely different story than just the word organic with an X or "organic" right. with no stamp. Right? right. So, um, but really, what we want people to do is flip the bottle over the same way you would with your food right. when you're in that grocery store and you're looking for. I mean, obviously, we should shop the aisles and just get the fresh produce and and fresh food. But if you are looking at packaged stuff, you want to have what is it? Less than five ingredients, and you should be able to pronounce them all. This is for food. Kind of holds true for personal care products as well. Right. You would be able to, you know, look at the back and and say, oh, aloe vera, I recognize that, shea butter, yep, olive oil, coconut, um, you know, watermelon, and and orange, and cucumber, burberry, and uh, that's what you're looking for. You want real, fresh, healthy ingredients. And when we say at Pure Haven, you know, we are um, zero toxins. So we are 100% toxin-free. So that is no glyphosate, right? There's, there's no spraying. We're using USDA certified organic ingredients so that you won't deal with the pesticide issue. Right. Um, we are using just nothing that is chemical, synthetic, anything linked to any health issues or health implications, you know, nothing, petroleum or sulfites or sulfates, or, I mean, the list of no's is, is a mile long the list of yes is, you know, basically organic food, botanical um, ingredients. And then, of course, the pre and probiotics to help strengthen and nourish your skin microbiome. And that's what is so, so important. And it, it's tough. And, you know, um, any, really anything designed to sit on a store shelf is going to have a preservation system. It's going to have preservatives, Right. right? So we're supporting the big box stores initiatives. We're not supporting human health initiatives when we are shopping at these stores that have the products sitting around for days and weeks and months and I have a box that I carry with me, you know, post or excuse me, pre COVID and post COVID, I'll do it again. But pre COVID, I would go out and educate, and I've been asked to schools and hospitals and um, people's homes and, and community centers, and really, I'll go wherever you will listen to me. And I bring this box and I call it my talks box, or as People on the team will um, affectionately refer to it as Jen's box of death, but really it's a toxic box and it's just all the products, right? It's the Burt's Bees and the Tom's of Maine and the um, Johnson and Johnson and the Garnier fruit teas. But one in particular is a method bottle that I have had for over 10 years. Now this goes to your super size me um, fast food story where he left the happy meal or whatever it was out and it didn't change didn't alter 10 years this red liquid has not molded altered changed it's still a bright red that is a chemical and that is not good for your body things that go bad things that mold, things that change and you know you may ask well well, you know i don't want moldy products so there is a, a preservation system that we use at pure haven it is um organic essential oils, organic herbs, it is uh, fermented uh, probiotics, prebiotics, you know, all this stuff to kind of prevent the mold and the bacteria from growing. And we get two years unopened. Once you open a product, it's six months, use it
1: up. That's what you that's one of the first things I remember coming into the company. They're like, do not buy bulk products and keep it under your cabinet for, oh no. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are, these are more natural products. And, and yeah, I, I've never had a problem with any of the molding, but you don't, you know, like I, I made a a, a mistake in, a, in an order that I made and I um, I ended up getting like three bottles of glass cleaner. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to use this, <laughs> you know, in enough time. And and so, you know, I gave some of it away to my friends. I'm like, use this because um, this is going to go bad. And, and I remember my friend looking at me like, how can a cleaner go bad? You know, <laughs> right. And I'm like, just take my word for it, you know, um, just use this. You just um, use it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and I'm going to put in the show notes, um, you know, part of, The emphasis of Pure Haven, which is another thing that I like, given the work that I do, is it's very education-based. It's really about empowering you. But the most important thing is for you to understand what you're trying to avoid. Now I'm going to stop talking and turn it over to you. (laughs) I know I said that three times.
0: And, you know, it's interesting that you say that about the hand sanitizer, because when when we came out with it, um, it's organic cane alcohol. It is uh, WHO, FDA uh, compliant, you know, for covid and it, is, uh, it was such a, a godsend because all of us in, in the non-toxic space couldn't get regular alcohol on the shelf at that point. You know, we weren't able to buy it. So this came out. It has hydrogen peroxide, organic um, orange essential oil, and it's a spray. So you can use it on your, on your groceries when they come into the house and the door handles and the doorknobs and any part of your car. And I spray my phone down. I do my credit cards. Like if I go out, um, it has been just amazing and we sold on just on our team i don't know what the company did but our team sold over fifty two thousand dollars of hand sanitizer in one hour
1: when oh my god
0: yeah because of those people (laughs) i mean we all just right bought it like crazy because it's it's so critical to have during this time, but then you don't want to have the talk, you know, the Lysol with the toxicity and the Clorox and, you know, it's, it's just such a a nice thing to have. And really um, when you talk about the business, Deb, you mentioned, I truly believe that our best product is the non-toxic message that we share. So when you purchase a, and, and then second would be the business kit. So when you purchase one of these business kits, it comes with a flip chart book, that just highlight kind of goes through the issue of toxicity in products. Why are there toxins in products? The lack of regulation in the industry, the diseases that toxins are linked to, scientifically linked to. We're only talking research that has been done, not the thousands of ongoing studies right now that are happening um, in in toxicity. And then we also offer this, um, you know, amazing business kits that you can purchase and it's a great way to get all the products
1: a lot the- of products a lot
0: of, of products you get the laundry which is critical right and that's the thing none of us think about with laundry soap is these clothes are on your body all day long right. and whatever on them is soaking right into your skin so for an example we have a lot of folks that come to us because they or their children are suffering from eczema, psoriasis, or rosacea. Those are our three heavy hitters. And we will get rid of um, sometimes the worst eczema that you've ever seen. And Deb, you're a functional practitioner. You know that that is originating. That's a gut issue and a food sensitivity issue. But treating it from the outside in, we've had people able to completely eliminate their symptoms in two to three days. And I'm not claiming to cure anything. But you know what? We have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Right. It Use it matter. all. Send back the empty bottles. Send it back. Get your money back. And the, the laundry, um, the dish, as you mentioned, dish soap. But this this one kit comes with, you know, we've got this oil. It's a comfort oil. So I I actually tripped and fell yesterday, and I'm in a walking boot right now. Oh. And I, was, I was literally crying last night. I, I, my ankle hurts so bad. My ankle hurts so bad. My husband's like, did you put the comfort oil on it? I'm like, oh my God, you know, how can I forget? I tell everybody to do, this. you never take care of yourself, right? You always take care of everybody else. So I took the comfort oil and I was able to get to sleep without the, you know, the pain went way down. Um, we've got lip balm.
1: Can I just add something to that? And, um, I, uh, for whatever, I, (laughs) I think, um, I, I sustained a knitting injury recently. (laughs) So while I've been sick and uh, my activities have been limited, I was really getting into my knitting. I picked it up again since I no longer live in Hawaii and, you know, knitting makes sense when you live in a colder climate. Um, but I developed a frozen shoulder from my knitting. I mean, it got so painful. I could not, if I even thought about moving my arm, I had excruciating pain. I could not move my arm. I, you know, I went to the doctor. They were like, oh, maybe this is bone disease from your cancer. I mean, it was really scary. It was so painful that I was like, okay, I'm just going to bite the bullet. So I go to see a doctor now, now I have been doing functional medicine for a long time, and I teach people about this. And my functional medicine teacher talks about the fact that your skin is the biggest organ in your body. So if you would not put it in your mouth, do not put it on your skin because it absorbs. And, you know, um, and I know that, but I went to this doctor and I, I was really concerned that I didn't want to take Advil or steroids or any of that kind of stuff because it's so bad for your gut. So she said, oh, well, we now have topical ibuprofen. And then this other product that she gave me that you can put on your, you can just rub it on that area. And it's an anti-inflammatory. And I was like, great. I mean, you know, a cream, you know, like who knew? Um, And I came home and I used it like, just like you're saying with your ankle, I used it for like two days and it was helping you know it certainly was helping decrease the pain and then one day my husband came in i was sitting on the couch and he's like what is wrong with you i was doubled over in pain i was having all this gas you know i couldn't eat i i felt i couldn't even put a sentence together i was trying to talk and the words weren't they were coming out like like gibberish You know, and and he's like, are you having a stroke? You know, I mean, I was so violently ill. And we're like, what could possibly be happening? And he's like, you've been putting that that prescription stuff on. And I was like, really? It's like, it wouldn't have surprised me if I had taken it as a pill. But the fact that it was a cream seemed like that was a safer alternative. I stopped taking it and my symptoms resolved in 24 hours. You know, I mean, my husband literally thought I was having a stroke. Because I couldn't put a sentence together, and I had that brain fog, and I couldn't open my eyes. He thought he was going to have to take me to the hospital for a stroke. And it was a reaction to something I was putting on my skin. Not only did I throw that stuff out, I wanted to go out and burn it in effigy in the street. I'm like, how? But, but I, I, I tell that story just to really reinforce the power. Of this, the power of what we put on our skin—it makes all the difference in the world. I know for me, I I don't wear nearly as much makeup anymore. I, I don't wear makeup, and I put it on when I'm doing a professional presentation and take it off immediately. You know, using these products, um, your skin starts feeling like it can breathe. Mm-hmm. And and I know that Jen's talked about that in other teachings that she's done.
0: Well, you know what? You mentioned the you mentioned the companies, so I'm gonna go there. Our formulators at Pure Haven came from those companies. I mean, that's where you hire product formulators from, right. Right? right? And what they tell us is at those companies, they had to wear an alternate breathing source while they were formulating. So they would go wow. in and they would be wearing, yeah, like a hose. Basically a hazmat suit. Yeah, like a hazmat suit with the alternate breathing. Um, and respirator on. Yeah, basically, right? What they loved about Pure Haven is they could come, and yes, they would wear the hair net and they would wear the jacket you know you still have to keep like a degree but they could breathe free and easy and they did not have to worry about that and they said at those other companies as soon as a formulator got pregnant she was out she couldn't be on the floor anymore right even We've got you know formulators who get, they get pregnant they work up to their nine months they have fine healthy babies with no issues and that is what you want because again if somebody has to wear a hazmat suit to formulate it do not buy it and put it on you yours putting
1: right? it on your body Read that label and compare it to this list that you're gonna have access to in in the show notes
0: yeah and I guess that's my parting advice
1: read your labels right right. Well, Jen, thank you so much. Oh, just one last thing. Um, Pure Haven is a company. So this is something that people oftentimes uh, enter into as a customer, but then they actually are able – to uh, be a representative, which is you know how I do it. Jen does it full time and is massively successful. I do it as a way of supporting my clients and giving them um, resources. But for those of you who are sitting at home, really looking at you know what you can do from home to generate some income, this is an option. And I'll tell you the little bit that I know is that with the company, you can become um, a preferred customer which gives you some benefits, you know, some discounts, special products. And for shipping, which I'm, I'm like a shipping, I'm like a a shipping Nazi. I hate paying shipping. It's, it's like the (laughs) worst thing in the world. So that I, I, I had to pay $4 today. And I was like ranting and raving because I just hate paying shipping. Um, so that's one level. Um, you can become a consultant, and you get the benefit of thirty percent off of your products. Um, and uh, you know, and then you know, they they also have training. and And you can plug in at whatever level you want to. You know, I'm not I'm not at this point representing Pure Haven as a main consultant. I use it as a resource to give my clients. And so, but even if you're only just using it for yourself, 30 percent off even if you're only buying your own products it's is you know that's rocking you know i mean you know you know so there's there's many different ways to plug in you can plug in at the education level you can plug in just as a customer i just want to order it products you know i don't want to think about it or you can take it further
0: no i mean I, I think that really getting involved as a consultant is a great way to get the discount they give you special perks to get free products as well Deb has a $100 off coupon that she can give to anybody if they want to go that route.
1: Yeah, that's really beautiful.
0: You know, for me, I started, you know, again, sick kid, only interested in removing toxins, did not give a a second thought to having a business. I liked the message. I thought it was very important. I thought it gave me a nice platform to share, you know, at at the school. I think I've been asked to speak at most schools in my town now. Um, And and I loved that platform uh, for sure. But over time, it grew and it evolved. And, you know, the organic market is growing. The organic business. product market, it's big business. It's growing at a compound annual growth rate of 10%. And that was pre-COVID. And economists say that a strong compound annual growth rate for an industry is 2%. So 10 is this explosive growth. But those are the subpar organic products that Deb has and I have just spent the whole broadcast talking about. It's the ones that are, um, you know, not uh, up to stuff, right? It's the the greenwashers that industry is growing. So then we come in sitting at the top of that industry with the safest products available in an exploding market. So it's a wonderful opportunity for somebody. I would guess that most of your listeners have never even heard of these products because right. we are a newer company so, you know, if you're stuck home, if you are looking for ways to make second income from your home in a very supportive environment, this is a fierce tribe of women that, and men I, cause I had a lovely call today with Martin in Illinois who is killing it. Um, but these are people who have your back, who understand, you know, what you believe we believe, uh, toxin free and safe. And, and, you know, sadly we have a lot of breast cancer survivors on the team. We also have a lot of, um, uh, parents of kids with neurological disorders and then we have over 200 functional medicine practitioners like Deb who understand the importance of
1: this yeah and that's just on our
0: team you know that's I don't even know what's going on in the whole company so
1: anyway I have um, kept you a long time Jen and thank you so much if you're interested in learning more about the products you can go to my direct Website with Pure Haven. You can contact me by email, radicalhealthrn at gmail.com. You can also find a link through my personal website, which is boobs aren't worth dying um, In that, I provide functional medicine consultations. I provide specialized functional testing. I help women understand estrogen, estrogen metabolism. And I can tell you when we're talking about that, we're going to get right into the nitty gritty of some of the stuff that Jen and I have been talking about, because these these products are chemical disruptors. They are, they are linked to cancer. They are linked to learning disorders. They are linked to neurological things. So this is an integral part of understanding your own estrogen metabolism if you're dealing with an estrogen-mediated cancer. But um, lots of resources, both myself and Jen are a resource. And um, let me just have you put out real quick how they can contact you if they had a direct question to, to gear towards you.
0: The best way to find me is on social media. I basically live there. So on Facebook, it's Jen, J E N, bar Samian, B A R S A M I A N. On Instagram, it's non toxic. So it's N O N underscore toxic right. mama.
1: Oh, I love that. Non-toxic mama. Hot mama. Uh, Great. Um, So, yeah, reach out to either one of us. You know, if you if you just have a chemical question, we'll try to answer it. And as I said, we can call the company and ask them, like, what do you think about this chemical? And, you know, they're they've got experts there. This is really education based, um, you know, and and we're here to support you, whether you choose to be involved in this or not, but really here for education and support. So thank you so much, and I will catch you all on the next podcast.
0: Thanks for joining us today. If you have comments or questions about today's episode, or how functional medicine can help you in your own recovery from breast cancer, you can contact Deborah at RadicalHealthRN at gmail.com. You can leave positive feedback and subscribe for future episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Deborah's website at www.boobsaren'tworthdyingfor.com for show notes, educational info, and other important links. Until next time.